Welcome to Men in Charge in Briefs. I'm Tony Flynn. And I'm Kevin Decker. Today we have another pulse-pounding episode in the series, Spinoza Spoils Everything. The Dutch-Jewish philosopher has a unique take, especially on holidays. And Tony, there is a kind of secret or implicit part, right? You, the listener, needs to discern the implicit question that serves as the premise for this episode. Write it down, mail it to us at Men in Charge in Brief, and if it's a correct question, you could win a valuable prize. Hello, and welcome to the program that'll ruin your day in every way. Spinoza spoils everything. I'm sidekick Denis Viltais, and may I introduce master philosopher Baruch Spinoza. Many thanks, Denis. And please, I go by Benedictus now. Okay, Benedictus. Benedictus. Right, like I said. Well, Master Spinoza, some of our listeners recently engaged in the tradition of Earth Day, which, ironically, a large fraction of the Earth's population has never heard of nor celebrated. When these seemingly ignorant trolls utter... There is no Earth Day. They're not seeing something entirely false, as my revolutionary doctrine of truth indicates. Uh, that revolutionary doctrine is that uh, no thought can be entirely false since the order and connection of ideas is the same as the order and connection of things. Correct? Even if I wished to say you are incorrect, Denis, my theory would not allow me to do so. No, but seriously, there is a particle of truth in every well-formed statement. Well, let's talk about Earth Day. This is an ecological celebration of the whole Earth. Some people plant trees, others tie-dye t-shirts. A particular group of political agitators called libertarians administer surveys at Earth Day festivals. Surveys that mm, miraculously reveal that every attendee has sympathies similar to the libertarian cause. I don't care for agitators. Barbarians. So, is this environmental fever that animates Earth Day philosophically healthy? Denis, I don't think that it is healthy. Really? That surprises me, since contemporary intellectuals often identify you as the first environmental philosopher, with your unorthodox-for-its-time view that everything is connected. Everything is connected by being part of the one substance, true, and that substance expresses itself as the web of life, if you will. Okay, so what's the problem? Well... The one substance also expresses itself as decay and demise, the web of death, if you like. <laughs> Sounds like an episode of Doctor Who, if you ask me. I don't get the reference. For a philosopher who says everything is connected, that omission in your knowledge is, well, surprising. My point, then that we need to venerate the web of death just as much as the web of life. That might seem like strange advice, but I'm sure death is on the mind of all those Earth Day partiers when they get to the Libertarian survey. Surely true. That's all the time we have now for 
Spinoza spoils everything. Please leave us with some profound wisdom in parting, Master Thinker. All I really needed to know, I learned in Hebrew kindergarten. Folks. So, did we get a question? We did from Ernest Leatherby of Danby, New York, who asks, If everything is connected, what is everything connected to? Is that correct, Kevin? It's not correct, because... Although Spinoza says it, I think nothing is ultimately connected. The truth of the matter is that everything is disconnected. And I can't offer you an argument that everything is disconnected because the argument is disconnected from my claim. Yes, but we are connected to those to whom we are grateful. And who are they, Kevin? Our cast, Ann Porter and Steve Lloyd. We'd also like to thank the third runner-up in the Men in Charge Spelling Bee, Brian Lindsay. 